Welcome. We welcome all those joining online and in the spirit. It is my desire to call us up higher this morning by considering the Apostle Paul's calling. As Saul, he persecuted the church, breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord. He made havoc of the church. Entering into every house and hailing men and women, he committed them to prison. But when Saul met the risen Christ on the road to Damascus, when suddenly there shined around him a light from heaven, he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Saul answered, Who, out the, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? Amen. The Lord indeed had many things for Paul, saying later in a vision to Ananias, the man sent to baptize uh, Saul, also known as Paul, he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel, for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my namesake. Paul would go on to suffer many things and rejoice in his sufferings for the church. In his letter to the Philippians, Paul writes in chapter 1, verse 26, Let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs. That ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the gospel of, uh, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Yes. And in nothing be terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation, and that of God. For unto you it is given the, in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake having the same conflict which ye saw in me and now here to be in me. So Paul knew his calling. He knew he was called to serve by preaching the gospel to the Gentiles and suffering for Christ. Here he teaches us not being terrified of anything from our adversaries is a sure token of their demise and our salvation. It is of God, for it is given also to us to suffer for Christ's sake. So we are called now to stand fast in one spirit and in one mind with the Apostle Paul, striving together for the faith of the gospel. In Philippians 3, verse 2, Paul warns, Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. In other words, those zealous for circumcision, which worship God or... Um, because we now are the circumcision, which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Brother Paul had no confidence in his flesh, although he had more reason than most to trust in his titles and his own ability. Um, we spoke about this last Lord's Day. For he was circumcised the eighth day from the stock of Israel, from the tribe of Benjamin and a Hebrew of the Hebrews. He says, is touching the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, 
touching the right righteousness, which is the law, blameless. He writes, but what things were gained to me, those I counted for loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. I like the word Brother Paul uses to describe his fleshly advantage, dung. It paints a pretty clear picture of comparison of what we lose when we win Christ. Filled with the Holy Spirit on the day he was baptized by Ananias in Damascus, Saul, also known as Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles, teaches the wisdom of Christ from faith and experience. He sees the righteousness he has is not of his own, which is of the law, but is through the faith of Christ the righteousness which is of God by faith. In verse 10, he says um, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings be made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain to the resurrection of the dead. Brethren, if you have been given the gift of faith and are in fellowship with Christ's sufferings, praise God, for you are being made conformable to his death and the resurrection of the dead. So let us press on towards the goal. Um, In Philippians 3, verse 12, it says, Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which I am also apprehended of Christ Jesus. Like Paul walking on the road to Damascus, we too were zealous for the wrong things, offending God. We walked that broad road to destruction before being apprehended and given the gift of faith with eyes to see and ears to hear the voice of our Lord. And by his grace and mercy, we were pricked in our hearts and made aware of our great need so we in turn could apprehend our Lord and his salvation. But because we are not home yet, brethren, we have to fight and press in towards the goal by holding fast um, to what God, excuse me, while holding fast to what we have won in Christ. Um, like, be like Paul. <laughs> Let us forget the things that are behind and reach forth with the strong spiritual hands and faith. For our Lord is leading. We will finish the race to the top, brethren, if we fight, if we faint not, for we, we are being perfected as we run. Let us pray. Our Holy Father in heaven, Lord, we humbly come before you in thanksgiving for the gift of salvation through faith in your Son. Lord, we are, we are blessed to have received the gift of sight to clearly see our need. Lord, so we pray now um, for unity, Lord, to mind the same things and walk by the same rule and be of one mind in Christ. Lord, help us forget the things that lay behind us and press forward to our goal. Lord, we ask for more grace to rejoice in our sufferings, um, and we um, pray to know more of, of you, Lord, and Christ's resurrection power. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.